And I'm just curious and I lean into people and their stories because I think people need to be seen so that they are to know that they're here and you're valued and your light matters and it helps me shine. Your light helps me shine and hopefully my light can help you shine. Self-leadership can be lonely. It's hard to do the thing no one else wants to do, that no one else is willing to do. But you are not alone. There are others dancing through the fight and laughing as they lead. Let's find them, swap stories, and live through this together. Welcome to How I Live Through This. I'm your host, Ann Roach, and I'm really glad you're here. My whole family are very, I'm all about proactive communication, openness. What's what's up with you? Let's let's talk about it. I was talking about boys and sex and all the good things. Even be, oh mom. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just I'm just all about like heart-to-heart connection. And so whether that happens around the table or on a we do walks, family walks, we go to the little pores and walk together and talk. And so I think that's important to me as far as values go. Yeah, I'm really grateful you shared that. It it makes me curious, and I know now I'm like in interview mode because it just makes me curious given your, um, you know, given what you said about uh, your background. You are like the embodiment of heart-to-heart connection. Where did that come from? I think that came from, uh, well, let me preference it by saying, I'm learning now that you're either a reflection or a reaction from what you've uh, gone through or what you've experienced, some of your experience harder or even any kind of experiences that are meaningful in your life. Uh, and so with that, there's so much neglect in my childhood. Um, like we were left to our own devices first, you know, and so that's, it is what it is. And, but with that, I didn't know back then I was longing for a connection, but through my behavior, I look back now like, ooh, that that girl, my young, my younger Enrica, she was oh, poor child. That girl was looking for connection. She doing crazy stuff, gangster, wanna be, <laughs> trying to like be tough, hard, you know, all trying to grab attention by performance and perfect, perfect, you know, all these kinds of things. But she's just I'm value. I'm valued. You know, I, I have something to offer. I'm talented. I'm, you know, trying to, uh, sh- uh, gain it, not my attention, but gain, like, I think, I, I think I have value. Do I have value? Hey, Hey, look at me. Do I have value? So, mm. uh, that opposite, I kind of, um, was searching like what is valuable? What makes a valuable human? I was very curious, kid, playful, creative and curious. And so I would always ask those like life questions, meaningful questions and things like that. And I have some people who, who I can credit in my life who almost like mentored me and sh- and showed, uh, let me show, like held up a mirror to me to say, like reflecting back, like, hey, Enrica, you are intrinsically valuable. And get, and I'm not just telling you this, I'm sh- I'm gonna show you this. So I had like some somebody, I, I said this in different, different interviews before, but mama glow we call her she would have like all the kids in the we like in this youth group and she would have she was like the um leader of the youth group which is kind of unheard of back then a, a woman strong black woman leader uh but so kind-hearted 
she would have everybody just come to her house and she would make these big pots of gumbo and cook for everybody. And we in the hood. So, so if you have a place to eat, <laughs> everybody was, everybody was at her house after uh, Sunday, just hanging out. Even if you didn't do, even if you didn't belong or go to like to the youth group or whatever, everybody would just find in a neighborhood, would just would find themselves there. Cause she gave out so much love and not just, a general love, but she, a specific love. Like Enrica, you I see you. You're so you're so good at this, and you're just wise. And I love that she would point certain things out to you, and you make you feel like you have so much to give in the world and so much potential. And she would, and people and people would feel like Mama Glow's Mama Glow's favorite. But everybody would feel like that. Um, so that's one person who taught me that I had value in that. And she taught and she taught me things like that a mom would teach you so that's one 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 person who kind of where i learned that from that just being open and given uh and then my dad even though he was an addict before when he was clear and clean he was he was the most kind creative uh person of love that you can even imagine he cooked for us and so he was a reflection back to me about the importance of connection. Like I always feel valued. He taught me how to play chess. He was, he taught me so many, how to do my first dance move, <laughs> the lecture <laughs> slide back when I was like nine, I don't know, when I was young. And so there's so many different, I mean, I, I can't name them all here for the sake of time, but there's so many different um, people who just shine, who sh shone light. They're not famous. They're not, they, you know, they weren't looking, they, I couldn't have gave anything back to them. Um, but they they kind of brought me under their wing and said, "Hey, let me teach you some things." And mm -hmm. hey, come over let's and not just teach you, but let let's connect. What's going on with you? And we're we're curious about me. And I think that was like a um was like a la life raft for my life, so I didn't drown in all that was going on with me. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. I, you use the word um, light, and that is what I think of when I think of you and being a light for somebody, reflecting back what you see and also articulating it, saying, here's, here's what I see in you or showing to somebody, here's what I, here's how you make me feel or here's what I, what I see it's such a powerful thing for a kid and also it's um you know as you're saying that i'm thinking about like it's what you do for other people and i should i should introduce you because that is how i introduce you but it's and and it's what i'm it's what i'm hoping people take from this particular season of this podcast which is that you can be a light and shine a light and it helps other people find their light you don't said a word i feel like that was that's what it's all about like you didn't have to introduce me you, you know what i'm saying <laughs> you don't have to i'm getting teary thinking about it because the people who impacted me most they don't have big names they don't have some of them have that much to give even while they were given it <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, how can they make this, the food stretch so much, the love stretch so much when they were going through so much themselves. And so I think about the gratitude I have 
for those those lights in my life? How can I not give what I have? You know, and and without without thinking about what I'm getting back, right? Or with thinking about how this is gonna come back to me. Like I don't even I I don't even I cut that part of the equation off. Like I know it's, I know things are gonna be coming back to me because I'm generous, but I don't try to follow the lines <laughs> like to, of my giving. I'm just like if I if I have overflow and and I feel like I try to keep myself on in overflow so I can just the person I like I love my yard guy he cut like the I live in an, an apartment and I love them and I love on them because I'm like yo what's going on what's what are you guys working on today I just because humans you don't know what people are going through what people are holding I mean I know I was I feel like I felt invisible as a kid teenager teen mom growing up and so when when I was able to have, find dignity, people saw dignity in me. Uh, they they shined a mirror, or they reflected a mirror back that I have dignity and that I'm worth something. They don't probably even know how much that meant to me, right? Just to be to be, feel like I was seen. And so, how can I how can I hold back all that I was given, right? And so I I think about just like I I survived the things I survived because of those unnamed lights it could have been just in passing um and so i i like to i don't i might not never see this person as i'm walking uh past in the in like my neighborhood i'm walking past this person i try to give as much as i can give in our passing even if i never see that person again and and, and strike a conversation i love kind of conversations with people in my my uh family might think too friendly because i'm just like Oh, she, they're kind of by themselves. Like, Hey, what's, I like your shoes. What did you, and I just started a, start a conversation. Like, what are you dreaming of? Like, <laughs> I go deep quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I don't like small talk, but then people get scared. Of that, so I, I start with like, Oh, that was girl. You're looking cute. What are you, where are you, where are you going? I'm like, Oh, tell me more. And I'm just curious. And I lean into people and their stories because I think people need to be seen. And so that they are to know that they're here and you're valued in your light matters and it helps me shine. Your light helps me shine and hopefully my light can help you shine. Oh my God. That is spot on. That's spot on. It makes me think about when people say, what if I say the wrong thing? What if I come across as creepy or, <laughs> or, um, what if somebody isn't doesn't want to hear it or what if i what if i make a mistake i mean this is this is the thing so season three undercover coaches you don't have to be a coach you don't have to be trained to really connect or to create a space for somebody else to shine for somebody else to to recognize that they they can connect and I definitely hear, but I don't know how to do that, which to me, because I go deep fast too, <laughs> is I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid I'm going to get it wrong. I'm afraid mm -hmm. it's going to be too much. I'm afraid it's not going to be enough. I'm afraid it won't make a difference. I'm afraid I'm going to look like an idiot. I'm afraid. And I mean, I hear you say that your curiosity, your desire to connect started at a young age as a as a place to to find your own value. But you're still showing up to that and you know your value now. And so 
how, how do you stay in that? I guess maybe what would you say to people who feel like they, they might make a, a mistake or that they're afraid, to, afraid to do that work who maybe didn't are coming to curiosity a little later in life? Yeah. I, I think it's experience-based because well, for me, I can't be in anybody else's body and hearts and, but for me, when I experience just the, the purpose or the meaning when I show up with full heart and, and just, I feel like this is, I feel like this is what human being a human is all out. This is the whole point of it. <laughs> it's for me. And that's my value system. And I think that value system was built because I experienced the, the fullness. I feel like I can go long days and long as I have connection and long as I have, I see you, you see me in our flaws in vulnerability it's a it's a it's a strength and it's a power that i can't even probably articulate in words it's just of the best way i can say is i'm full and i'm filled up and so that's my goal to be filled up go to bed full every night like empty myself and and fill myself but feeling that just it's like a certain, certain sense in my body like my I, I don't know like i drink a whole gallon of water without actually drinking water it's just a feeling of this is like if I die in, um, I like going to, I like going to cemeteries and things to remind myself that this is not all there is and I will be passing <laughs> and what is it all for? And so for me, that feeling of being connected, seeing others and being seen is what's it all about. I like, I think there's a certain divinity that I can't even explain that's inside you that I need. Like I remind myself, like I, need to see that light in that person that helps me to become who I need to be. And hopefully, and I need to not hide mine. So that way you can become who you need to be. And it's, I feel like we're, and it's kind of deep, but it's, I feel like we're all connected uh, in this thing and we need each other uh, to make, to make things like more bearable for, for, for those who are struggling and, and just, it is, it's almost like a rising tide. We all, we all rise together. And so, I mean, what else is there? Like, I feel like when you're thinking about like, oh, how I look. And that, I think that's what's human too. But when you get a taste of the fullness, it's like, who cares? I can stumble. I can I can stumble over my words. But the, the richness and the fullness I get from being my full self or even leaning in towards my full self, expressing as much as I can of myself and allowing and making space for other people to, be fully themselves in their rawness and in their, their vulnerability and imperfection and their full human awesomeness. I just, this is a better world. <laughs> that's where I want to be. You know, that's kind of, that's kind of how I want to feel. And so I think it out, it out, I don't know, it out values. Uh, I wonder how I'm looking like it goes so beyond that. Like, I wonder if I mess up. I wonder if I say the wrong thing, because once you realize that, Oh, I think Lauren Hill has this. I love Lauren Hill. She has this thing like she has a, uh, like a, what is it called? When she plays, she's playing this. It's like a naked guitar, and it's just her. It's not. It's not her. Her most popular album, but it's the one she's just singing and stuff. Which is just a guitar, and she's like, "Oh, you got, you got a belly too. You, you like, I got, I got a belly, and you got a belly too. Everybody, it's like, oh, I can let mine out. (laughs) It's kind of like." in our humanness we're yeah. uh we're 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 okay it's not we don't have to all hold up 
the charade. Hi, my name is Enrique Greathouse. And, you know, like we can, we can, we can relax and be in our full glory, in our full, in our full, in our full humanity and, and know that we're all in route. I love that. I mean, that Enrica is, um, when I was thinking about talking to you today, I was thinking about when I first met you, um, which was in the story skills workshop. And, um, we were both students in that, but I remember my first memory of meeting you was when we were both coaches and I was coming from a pretty formal background, especially, you know, one in, in law, but also just how I was raised. And you like my first memory of you, Enrica, is you, <laughs> you were brighter than anything I had ever seen. Like you showed up radiant and you were like you were so you and you were so radiant and you were so honest about you were like i think it was the first meeting you were like i've never coached before i don't know like in this space i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing here and you said the thing that i had felt when i was first coaching and i was with a bunch of other people who were experienced coaches or so i thought and I had that thing in my head of like, always be professional. You're showing up as a professional. And to me, professional meant figure it out, go, 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 you know, get, get in there, like figure it out. Don't, don't act as if you don't know what's going on. And I, of course I had no idea what was going on. And you came in and you were like, I don't know what's going on. Can you all, can, why don't you all just tell me like, what are your best tips for what, what do I need to know? I'm like, Oh, my god it was like letting my belly out i was like ah oh, okay i can breathe now i can breathe because i still don't know what's going on i never know what's going on I, every time i think i know what's going on i discover how wrong i am and it was so um that's what i mean when i talk about safe spaces which is such a like um that's a term you know that um i didn't understand until later in my life but i think that's one of the things you do so well is create a space create an environment where everybody can come in as themselves and recognizing that the messy part of humanity is actually the most beautiful part of each yeah. other yeah and leaning into that mm -hmm. without without it just being about the mess mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right because speaking directly about this i think what people are fearful of is having a conversation or creating a space or being with another person who thinks very differently than they do mm -hmm. or so they think or who may hold different values than they do or so they think mm -hmm. my um my belief is that we all have more in common than we do that divides us and they may not be the surface things in fact i think when we think they're the surface things or when they're the only surface things it's it's not the real stuff so part of like that that messy is beautiful doesn't mean that all i'm seeing of you is your mess or all mm -hmm. you're seeing of me is my mess or that my mess is taking up all the oxygen mm -hmm. 
or space in the room. And that, you know, that's some, something, I think you do that dance very, very well. And, you know, being honest about it, especially as a, as a black woman, I can imagine that you are in spaces all the time, you know, um, in white spaces all the time and in spaces where people are messy and maybe don't recognize it or, or don't, um, take responsibility for it. There is a question in here somewhere. I know I'm getting to it. Um, but I mean, that, um, that dance of like, I see your, your humanity and I'm going to meet you with my humanity and we're going to move ourselves forward. <laughs> I think that's it right there. It's, it's the contrast of being in your, in your strengths and be comfortable shining and not shrinking back. Like, cause the thing is we are both brilliant and broken. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're yes and. And so it's not all about, oh, I am so, you know, I'm broken and let me show you my this. see, I can't do this. You know, I hate I I do not like that at all. Like I don't <laughs> I don't like self self, what is it, when you're just loathing and like, yeah. oh, you see that? I can't, you know, that's, that's why I can't do that, you know, because you know, I'm broke. It's okay to be I'm I'm saying be brilliant, be in your strength, shine bright. Like I know I I know I do a few things well and and let me if you need if you need if you're weak in that area if you're feeling like oh I'm I'm having a challenge with that like oh let me let me work with that I love doing that kind of thing and I feel like I'm a little bit good at that so let's let's knock it out and so I'm not shy about I don't have like low self esteem or low confidence about where I have experience or skills or strengths or even my swag style whatever I I'm, I'm fully own that part and I own equally the parts where I'm like, Ooh, I ain't that good at that. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's just being honest is what it is and being, having a healthy, sober self-awareness and of who you are and who you're becoming in right. your full self, the being at home with who you are and how you're growing and where you're going towards is, it's a, it's dynamic. And it's, it's not uh, just, you know, let me show you my wounds and how we, you know, you know, who's the weakest yeah. contest, you know what I'm saying? It's not that it's just yeah. being honest. Yeah. And what I heard in that was detaching judgment. So like mm -hmm. understanding your strengths is not the same as being cocky. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, cockiness is, is judgment. Like I know I'm better at this than everybody else in the room, or I got this more than everybody else in the room. But like, I know this is a place where I can provide more. And mm -hmm. I also know that there are places where I can't. And so let's collaborate on that. So what I'm hearing you say, Enrica, is that that self-awareness is as important or maybe the first step in mm -hmm. being able to, to show up for other people. Yeah, you. I feel like if you don't know yourself, how are you gonna try to help someone else? <laughs> like you trying to you trying to get somebody a map right. and you lost. You're not. And when I say lost, not lost. I'm not saying. I'm saying lost to who, what, what value you carry intrinsically and skills. I call it the five the five S difference. Like I call it your DNA. But like 
what are your strengths or what is your what are your story because like your story even though it could be tragic or so you know it can be all these different types of stories but it all uh it may it it, it plays a part of making you who you are and and then so your story so what are your strengths that's like what are you born you, you come with a lean of you know and so which way do you lean like my daughter came out leading like my youngest one she came out strong i'm like girl you need to come back who who the mama here <laughs> you need to come back through and realize who the mama is in this place okay just she came out with the strong and, and then my young my oldest she's so quiet and sensitive to people she was an advocate for others since since she was young and she was so soft and my my young my youngest one used to run my oldest one <laughs> they'd be like like mom can you tell her to stop like Adesia, you are 10 years older than her just just push her to the side like you didn't gonna cut me to come the little baby running the running the show but that but they'd come with the lean you yeah. know of our of my eldest was more quiet and shy introverted soft spot i'm like say speak up you know and my daughter my oldest my youngest daughter was like what's up i kicking the doors <laughs> through you know and so what's your strength that you come with like what's what's that lean and so it's the story your strength your skills what are you turning your strengths into because you can have innate strengths but when you invest in yourself and you work with others and you turn those strengths into skills by practice then you have you have like oh I practice I've been practicing story for a while now I got that I got that in my bag you know what I'm saying and, and being and owning that and so your your story your strengths you're turning it into skills and then this the the fourth one is more like a a two sided coin it's like what what things have you turned into successes you know like what um, failures or what struggle I call it, like what struggles have you turned into success because that is your history you got experience with that like once once you overcome something that's something you can put in your bag like oh I've been through that I, I got that I did that actually I I, I went that twice <laughs> and so that's something you can help others with right so you have your story you have your strength that's what you came leaning in with like turn into skills by your just what you put the, the work you put in um and then you have uh, your struggles turn into successes. That's like your victories, things, the, the hills you've climbed, right? Your, your, your story that you, that you are built, that you've, um, some things you overcame. And then finally, I call it your swag, right? Like how you, like, what is attractive to you? Like, I'm, I'm definitely like big hats, modern, clean. I don't know. I like, I have a certain style about myself and I think everybody has that, whether they're this very, you know, um, put together, very, straightforward but don't don't try to change your what you like you know if you like i like a sweater a black sweater and a pair of jeans you know whatever that is bring that bring that uh that nerd smile to, to the mm -hmm. table because we need that you know and people are attracted to that so lean into your personality and i think when you can kind of like play and and learn yourself and the, using like you don't have to use that that five s that's just something that helps me to make sure i'm exploring all parts of me and expressing all parts of me um, and so it just helps so you can know what you have in your bag to like, oh, I got, oh, you need some of that. I got some of that. There you go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And when you show up that way, when you show up knowing who you are and, and believing in your value, I, I love that swag part. You know, that's the, that's the human part. When you meet somebody mm -hmm. on that level, it's, you're, it's, it's, um, irresistible. Like, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to turn away from somebody who's showing up really as a human. 
and mm-hmm. not and not as a as an image or a shell or something. Mm-hmm. And and it's a and when you're coming with generosity, so not I I, I instinctively know not instinctively, but I I know that I can see the difference between my young daughter and my oldest daughter, and I don't expect them to to show up the same way. You know, because I know the differences, and I and my even my oldest daughter, she's so blinged out, like she loves diamonds, and <laughs> and I'm so like, oh, that's too much, you know, for my for myself. But I know, like, when I buy her a gift, I buy her the blinged out AirPod case because I know that's her, that's her, that's how she is, you know, that's who she is, and that's how she likes to express herself. And so, coming with generosity and humility, that everybody has to look and express like me, and there's nothing wrong if you like you know, Steve Jobs playing, like, you know, high, you know, high belted, you know, do your thing. I'm like, yes, do you, boo? You know, it's like <laughs> not something I would ever wear or even, you know, be in like some music. Like I do not like country music, but my, I'm like, I almost, almost, okay. I almost banned it from my house. And my daughter's like, I like country. I'm like, how did you come? I want me and your dad, like hip hop nineties. Where'd I you get this from? Way. I know. I taught you this. Get, get that drunk out my house. But you know, I had to let her, I had to let her wear her country boots in her in her hat i'm like where'd you get girl i I told my husband i'm like i would rather find out you had cheated on me that that you liked country music to see well i think i think i think our our our, who we partner with is almost a reflection of our style because we me and me and me and josh we we like we like do old school like Bay Area music, hood music, and they'd be like, "That white boy doing that hood music." Like, <laughs> so, and so you know, he'd be like, you know, he he knows all the like stuff I like, and I didn't teach him. He came with that, so I was like, "I'm like, what? You know that song? What you you do? You wrong with Dr. Dre? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just so cool that connection we have. So I feel like um, I, I probably wouldn't have married any corny like corny corny white dude. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he was raised by like black folks and stuff, so like he's like an undercover like culture he'll be he's so chill but then when you when you get to know him he'd be like he'd be cracking jokes all his best friends so we 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 well together but my daughter i'm like what like anyways but i like i let her be her i'm trying to say all that to say is it's showing up but in humility to know that you you, your way is not the only way (laughs) you know there's other other flavors and to to honor and to celebrate that actually yeah, that brings me back to the the way we started this conversation, which is not looking to other people to get what you need. If you know who you are and you believe in yourself or you in all of your mess, you know, if you can be honest about that, if you have real self-awareness, you can be honest about that. Mm-hmm. Then when other people show up, you're not they're not a they're not a reflection of you. They're a reflection of themselves. And then you can see that clearly. So when you're with somebody else, because I hear this a lot too, like, well, I don't want to just be the one asking questions. I don't want to be the one just listening because um, I feel like other people need to hear me or other people need to hear a different point of view. Or I feel like that person has had the mic for too long and, and they need to shut up a little bit and listen a little bit more. And what I'm hearing you say in that is if you're coming to a conversation, getting what you need from it, which is not, I need to show you who I am, <laughs> but because uh, that you got to show yourself who you are. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. You can't ask yeah. other people <laughs> to see you for who you are. See yourself for who you are. And then 
I'm coming to a conversation because I want connection, because I want to feel like I'm part of something bigger than myself, because it's important to me to find the humanity in somebody else, to see that divinity. Mm-hmm. Then you're curious. Mm-hmm. You're genuinely asking curious questions. Tell me who you are at your core. Instead of everything you say is a judgment either on me or on mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Or is that just Yeah, I I, I think too is you gotta know, or not even gotta know, you get to learn as you interact with people who has capacity for what? Not everybody has capacity to hold the point. All that you are and all that you're dreaming of. Like I, I don't share my big dreams of just everybody or any or hardly anybody, just a few people, because not a lot of people can hold that. They'd be like, girl, you done lost your what? <laughs> you know? And so you Good have point. to if you can hold yourself and and then have a few people that can hold the weight of all that all that you are all that you're dreaming of things like that you got to know what to what to offer people if it's too heavy for them they you know they barely i don't know you can kind of have a sense of how much they can hold and so you share and then you don't like I have a one circle I go to is low. I'm trying to get more local. So I, I, I was like, all my friends are online. <laughs> Let me try to go out and meet some people in, in flesh and blood like here yeah. in here in my city. So I'm like, oh, God, I'm kind of like dreading because I love my people <laughs> who are across the world and heart to heart. And I just like you and other. You know, I just love my people. And I'm like, well, I should, I should be healthy to start meeting some people that why just moved to so but but i i when i go i'm like mm, this ain't these ain't my people people yet like they can't hold all yeah. that my full fullness yet and so in, in in relationships i think um uh brene brown said it happens drip by well brene brown uses seth's way he says is drip relationships are drip by drip it's you it comes small and so i can't I, I can't come ex- like I, I see when the circles I'm in locally, they come like so thirsty, like, see me, see me, see me. And I'm like, okay, I'm seeing you. I see, and then like, I feel like I can feel that thirst. I'm like, oh, so I, I don't come, I don't come thirsty. Cause then everybody's just leaving, leaving, not satisfied. I try to come with the full bountiful fruit. So I don't try to, I don't, if I'm feeling tired, I don't go to that type of the local meetings. I come holding lots of fruit because I know that it feels like they've been like uh, not seen for a while. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. they, and so like, I come with fruit. I don't come like with the empty plate in that, in that, in that, uh, in that sphere so far, you know? Yeah. And so, I, and I keep testing, like, let's see what, if they're going to be a potluck today, you know? And it's just, you, you see, but I know I have my friends, like my heart leaders, shout out to the heart leaders, my all NBA. We've been meeting once a month for three years now. And I know I can bring, I can ha- bring my fruit and I can bring an empty plate and mm-hmm. see my and be seen and they can, and they fill me up, you know, and, and same thing with you and I, and in other relationships I have, I know what I can, I know I got to come, come full and I'm ready to, I know that you'll fill me up as far as reflecting back who I am, if I need that for that day, you know? Yeah. That's a really important distinction. And one I fail at all the time, all the time understanding also, well understanding what people other people have the capacity for i never understood that that was a question i should be asking or determining <laughs> and just showing up like on fire or thirsty you know like i need 
I need something here and then not getting it and just being like devastated. That, that's why I learned that people don't have capacity because I'm like, yeah. you come like, so like, you're like, oh, I get yeah. to connect. And then yeah. oh, I've had a hard time this week. I want to, sh- I want to share what's happening with me. And then you go and they're like, and me, 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 and oh, me, 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 me. And they're like, oh, I'm holding that. I wonder if I'm going to get a turn. Yeah. In the back of your mind, I'm like, oh, this is the third time in a row that I didn't get a that I didn't get a turn in so much. And I think it's just, yeah, some people are, and I'm, I'm, I want to say I'm grateful and blessed to have like people that I can get. I can share my heart to and get, and it's almost like an equal exchange. And so I'm like, let me hold those people close because mm. it's not a one-sided, not a lapse. It's, we're not like leaning to the side where one person's like being so thirsty and they don't have any, they didn't bring anything. It's like going to a potluck, they eaten and they didn't bring nothing. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? And sometimes you just got to learn that from oh, experience. I'm guilty of that. You know? Well, exactly. You don't, you, you can't figure that out unless you actually meet people, mm-hmm. unless you really show up to people. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess the answer to that is sometimes you're going to be disappointed. Sometimes you're going to find out where people's edges are. And sometimes you're going to be really, you know, disappointed that that the capacity is not there. And maybe, you know, maybe instead of this idea that if you have the right questions or you show up curious and generously all the time, it's always going to be okay. Sometimes it's not sometimes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people are real, are just stuck and just Mm -hmm. assholes. And there's really, you know, like there just isn't a way around. They're not looking for one. Mm -hmm. And, and they're on, they're in route as well. And so you Mm -hmm. might be further along the journey than them. And so, is see, like that's so generous of you to see that <laughs> yeah because I, I i think about people who i can't i i wouldn't even even people in my family i wouldn't ask of them some things i would ask of my closest peeps you know because they i already know they can't hold that you know what i'm saying but, but you gotta learn that through relationship and some something that I bring to my family I, something that i don't bring to my family i bring to my my people because my family's like i think some of my family don't even know what i do you know what i'm saying right. so like <laughs> yeah like i can't bring certain things to them because they're like well now what what happened right. they can care right. less <laughs> and so you gotta just get as you re- relate with people and connect you'll see you know and i still get to be generous around them i still get to hold space for them and they hold space in different ways the more you know i let i try to like poke and see how they how they fit into the puzzle right and then and I still, and I'm not, I, I try not to be bitter off of, man, these people don't even know I'm due. Like they, I told them, I gotta, I gotta speak again, I pay. Oh, I, what? Okay, anyway, girl, what? You know, they go on to the next subject and yeah. you feel like kind of feeling hurt, like, oh, snap. Yeah. But I gotta, I gotta know that they don't get it and that's okay, you know? But they, they, they serve me in other ways. Like they, we talk about memories and, and recipes. And, and so, it's just, you got to know different folks, different strokes. This, this is the way you, this is how it is, you know? Yeah, that's a good reminder. That's a hard, that's a hard one for me to remember at times. Well, that goes back to the judgment. I think it's because I'm, I'm always thinking, you know, maybe that is like, maybe that's hard for me to remember that because I'm like, I can get them there or they're missing out or, you know, it's such a judgment of them or, 
I show up for them all the time. Right. That's that's <laughs> the one I think. I think when we give when we give out of um no, we give and we're so generous, right? But when you almost like too, I and you gotta be so I wanna say this as I before I say it, you gotta be sober too. Cause I remember when I was when my daughter was young and I was I just moved to like 10 years ago, I moved to the other city, the new city. And I was looking for a connection. I'm like, I don't have any close friends like I had back in my old town. And so I would just, once she was one woman, she was really cool. And I loved her. I love her vibe. And our, our daughters are the same age, like born two weeks apart. And they got to get, they loved it, hanging out with each other. So I'm like, oh, let's hang out. She's like, yeah. She's like, I'll drop off her to your house. I'm like, okay, this time that's good. <laughs> and then it just kept happening. Your house, your oh, house, your house. I'm like, no. <laughs> wait, what? What, what's happening here? She's like, you want to get together? I'm like, nah, I'm no. good. Because <laughs> you know, it's always, we should get the girls together. I'm like, nah, um, no, 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 not yeah. just, no, no. <laughs> and so you got to recognize that as well. So I'm not saying that those type of, those type, and I, I'm not, and I, I think she might not even recognize what was happening, but I'm like, mm, this is not, I'm not getting what I need from here. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to shut that down. Yeah. And so, but there's also a thing where, we are become the martyr in our in our giving. Is that how you say it? the the martyr? Yes. And we're like, oh, I gave so much, and, and there's certain expectations. Like I give, you give. That's how it works, right? And so, at some point, you got to turn that faucet off if you're not getting what you need, uh, and you're almost like you have to beg for it, or like it's too much maintenance. And so, um, and then, so in some parts of me, I'm like, I get just like, I have no expectations. I can care less if you give back to me, if you, even if you like this, I'm giving this cause I, I'm putting my, my hand to where my heart is. And so I have no expectations of any kind of return, any kind of like, and like extracurricular acknowledgement, thank you card. I don't care about that. I just want to make sure my integrity says I want to give where my heart is. And so I'm showing up for my own character building, my own, uh, this is my, this is the gift I'm giving myself to give yeah. to this thing. And I don't have no expectations around that. That's the, that's one of my best giving happens because then there's, there's no expectations. So when I get surprised, like, oh my God, I got a whole, I got a gift basket. That is so yeah. hot. I, I, would, I would, I would do this without anything, you know? And so when something comes either directly or even by way of somebody else, something like, you know, that you weren't expecting, that's the best, like, Oh, wow. Cause you're giving with no strings attached and not even, you know, uh, thinking about the give and take, but some relationships like the, the babysitting situation or the, you know, <laughs> that was babysitting. <laughs> right. I'm like, mm, this ain't, this is not the, the kind of relationship I want with, I'm not the babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> I barely like watch my own kids. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I want to watch yours? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. 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 That's good. Oh, Enrica, this is amazing. I, I'm, I mean, now I'm, I'm even looking at my notes. I, I don't, this is so, such a different conversation. It's not a different conversation. It's a different way into this conversation than I thought we were going to have. And I love it. I guess, let me just, so that I have some, so that I, I keep somewhat to what I was thinking. I just, you know, as we kind of come to the end, what, what do you want people who hear this conversation to take away? Just in light of the, the, the season three theme, undercover coach, 
like I never considered myself to be any kind of leader coach. I like I almost disdained the word. <laughs> Even when I was starting my business, I'm like, mm -mm, I'm not a coach. Heck no. Like, you know, like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, no. And then even the word leader, I was just, I had very much a disdain for because all of my experience with leaders was power tripping, um, coercion. Coh I hope I'm saying that right, word right, but just like manipulation and just bad stuff. And so I always had like a, a bad taste in my mouth for the word leadership and coaching was not too far from that word. Yeah. And I'm like, let's just be in community and give on a, on a flat level. <laughs> like we're giving it together. I still have that belief, but now I, okay. So let me tell you one quick story. I was taking a skills, like a skills, talent, gifts, gifts type of test. And I'm like, I'm feeling it's like a crazy, like hundreds of questions. You're just taking, you know, like those personality kind of tests, but what's your strengths, what's your gifts. And then uh, I'm like, oh, I'm probably going to get like uh, hospitality or like, you know, heart connector. I don't know what kind of the options were, but I was going to get something like, you know, something that I was asking the questions towards. And then at the end, it was like a really high uh, number leader leadership that's your gift. I'm like, what? I'm like, excuse me, somebody didn't got this <laughs> test wrong. Uh, this is mm -mm, this. I disdain leadership. How in the world can I be like such a high? Everything was like maybe like two, two, whatever the number was. And this was like all like really high. And I'm like, what? This is, I do not even like leaders. Like I, I wish I'm a rebel. <laughs> I am the one I'm, I'm a arch nemesis to leader. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying I'm a, for the power to the people kind of yeah. person, you know? <laughs> and so I'm like, mm -mm. and so I just, I just kept that with me. I'm like, I don't know what that was, and it, but it got, it got Joshua, Josh, the same, we we're on the same sitting next to taking the test. He got, it got Joshua hundred percent. Like, uh, he was, um, What's the word where you're well, anyways, he he was he it was him perfectly, like justice and loyalty. Like I'm like, that hundred percent, that's you, you know? And I'm like, but they got me all mixed up. <laughs> and then I had a conversation with one of my mentors then. Uh, and I was helping out. I, I like being in the work. I don't necessarily like talking about like, I'm leading the work. I was like, let's do Let's get our hands dirty. Let's do it. And so I was in that type of work. And he's like, I'm about to start something like a leadership thing. I'm like, mm -mm. he's like, you should be a part of like, mm -mm. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not down with leaders. He's like, well, tell me more about that. He started being curious. And I was like, yeah, I don't like leaders. I, I don't consider myself a leader. I wouldn't, will never want to be a leader. I'm a, I'm the arch nemesis to leadership. Cause I'm a rebel and I'm for the people. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he, he kind of just started asking me questions and then made me think about leadership in a new way and different way. And then, so that was a seed, but I still wasn't down with it. And then later on, I started meeting leaders who were not all about themselves, <laughs> who were really about impact and about seeing others and about um, sacrifice and about service and about so much more the things that align with me, making space to show others their greatness and and doing this, we're in this together. And I'm like, oh, is that is that what leaders could look like? Okay, I'll start. I'm more, I'm warming up. I'm warming up to this. You know, I can be that kind of leader. That's what I and I now think about leadership. I I lean into it, and coaching is right underneath that. It's more about creating spaces that allows others to see themselves in their fullness and their potential and just who they are and who they want to be and 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 allowing myself to self-lead and me to do the same and so 
to the generosity that I show others, I try, I try now to show that to myself. And so let's, let's all be leaders. You know what I'm saying? Let's lead each other, ask tough questions, be generous with our time and our, and our talents. And let's put our, all, our, all of our hands, um, to where our heart hearts are. And so I think that to me is the type of leader that I want to model and I want to be. Beautiful. That's just beautiful. That's the leader I see you as, Enrica. I'm Thanks. en route. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm going to keep that with me because, of course, we all are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I stole that from my, my Angelos, whoever, you know. Yeah, beautiful. She, she's like, I think Oprah asked her, are you wise? You, we asked actually when you were wise in 80, at 85, she's like, and you said you're en route. And she was like a lot older then, like not, I think what maybe 10 years later. And she's like, are you still? And she's like, I'm still in root. I never, I never will attain. I'm like, I'm adopting that for myself as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much. I just love you. And I'm so grateful to be in root with you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. And this is always a pleasure to connect and talk with you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of season three, Undercover Coaches. This season was born from the idea that you don't have to be a coach or trained in coaching skills to move the needle. People in my audience were saying, your guests are amazing, but I don't have these coaching or leadership skills. I can't do that work because I don't know how to. What if I get it wrong or make a mistake? I feel exactly the same way every goddamn day. And I'm calling bullshit on both of us. Creating a connection, stepping into possibility can be as simple as a conversation or even a smaller step, listening before responding. What's one thing you heard in this conversation that you can put into practice? Start with someone you know if that's easier. And then once you get comfortable, try it on someone you don't. Keep practicing. That's the work. I'll be right here beside you doing the same thing. After all, we're living through this together.